Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. time for a very block soul edition I, I got nothing <laughs> a cute little fox edition of game pass or pass the podcast replay games on microsoft's game pass service tell you which games to pass into your friends and which games to just you know what don't be a cute little fox and just pass it on by i'm Corey. i'm joined by the man who loves manuals basher I do appreciate it. Well done, Manuel. You're not you're not wrong there. You know what? I take it back from last episode. You do know me. You know me very well. There you go. We're here to talk about the cute little fox game that seems like it was coming out for 86 years. Tunic. I was waiting for this one. I was waiting for this one quite a long time. This was announced in like 2017, I think. Is that right? I'm look this oh, up. How, how how would I know? This, this game is brand new to me, I, and I don't know why people are will be excited for it. E3 2017 is when it was announced. This was at an E3 in 2017. Why was that at E3? Wow, just tell me how you really feel. This was I'm originally called saying. Secret Legend, and it was developed by Andrew Schuldis. Uh He was a developer at Silverback Productions for about six years in 2015, having participated in Lum Dum Dare events. He worked what he could to produce in his spare time this full production rather than just on weekends. So for some odd reason, why did I think this was from the original... Um, Torchlight people. Did I make that up? You told me that, and then you just changed your story, like... On the podcast, so now I don't believe a word you're saying. I never change my story. <laughs> All that just to say. <laughs> he got me. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about the details of this game. Explore a land filled with lost legends, ancient powers, and ferocious monsters in Tunic, an isometric action game about a small fox on a big adventure. Stranded in a ruined land and armed with only your own curiosity, you will confront Colossal beasts, collect strange and powerful items, and unravel long-lost secrets. Stories say that a great treasure is hidden somewhere in this island. Perhaps it lies beyond the Golden Door, or somewhere deep beneath the earth. Some tales tell of a palace high above the clouds, and and of ancient beings with incredible power. What will you find? During your travels, you'll reconstruct the game's instruction manual. Page by page, you, you will reveal maps, 
tips, special techniques, and the deepest of secrets. If you find every last one, maybe something good will happen. Dive into a varied technical combat, dodge, block, and parry, as well as strike your way to victory. Learn how to conquer a wide cast of monsters, big and small, and discover useful new items to help you on your way. This is available on PC and Xbox Series X and S, as well as Xbox One. Uh, you will get a variable refresh rate as well as 4K support on Series X and S. Well, S will be 1440p. Uh, cloud enabled, so you will have uh, the ability to go from PC to console if you so wish, as well as achievements on both. Regularly priced at $29.99. Tunic. Let's talk about it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those, you know, this is definitely one of those. You, you, this is full spoilers you, ahead. You, you've got, you, you guys played this game before. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's another love letter to Zelda with some, with a lot of souls like, uh, nonsense involved. I don't understand the souls reference. It is definitely souls, soulsy. How, how you die, get your stuff back. Oh, so that makes it that makes it souls now. That's souls. Souls, souls that, that, make that that's popular. All it, that's all it has to do. That's so what souls like. If I make a game to where I die and I drop my currency, so is Shovel Knight a souls like? They come out after souls or before souls. Mm. After, so yes, it's souls like. Did it though? I don't know. Sure that, that, that'd it's be after, a close one. It's after. That, it's after Demon Souls. That was that was on. The Wii U. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I could be. Well, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. All right, I could be. It was wrong also on the. Th- it was on the 3DS. I could be wrong on that one because Demon's Souls was PS3. Right. Um, it, it, it'd be close. The question is, do we really want to Google this? <laughs> we have the technology. Um, no, I mean, like it, it's it's definitely more Zelda than Souls, but with some Souls like uh or or roguelike if you want to call it uh parts to it uh this is one of those games for me where on the offset i thought it was it was, it was neat i thought it was cute and within that first uh, hour demon what? souls predates shovel knight by about six years <laughs> six years <laughs> yeah apparently shovel knight was 2014 so okay that makes way more sense all right <laughs> anyways um but yeah it's it's one of those games where it's 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 a love letter to Zelda for sure. Yeah, for and, sure. And 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 I and I love me some Zelda, you know. It it goes back to what what I, what I said a, a few times on this show about games that are that are love letters because that that that's 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 the thing right now. I I like when games base themselves off of uh, an older series or franchise in a way where. It's appreciating and celebrating that game. At the same time, like this is, I, I kind of needed to go farther. Now I'm not saying that Tunic does just what Zelda does and nothing more, but it just didn't. It just never hit that spot for me where it it made a turn like. Uh, what what was the what was the Shinobi the the ninja game we played? Uh, that we messenger. liked so much. Yes, like the messenger had a nice little turn halfway through where it's like, whoa, whoa, like this is was not expecting this. This is this is this is something out of the ordinary. Whereas Tunic never really got never really 
got there for me. It it, it was a, it was, it was very much a updated Twilight Twilight of the Past, and I'm just like I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with it. You give me Link to the Past. Link um, to the Past. I don't know if I agree with you on that one. Um, I think that it is a it is obviously a love letter to Zelda, like you said, in terms of like it's it's kind of like an isometric view, but you start you get a you know you get a stick and it it. Is very much like there's three temples and you got to go to those three temples. And I think on it, on the surface, I think you could be like, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of a Zelda knockoff. Um, and you wouldn't be wrong, but it, it, not, I think not it even carves a knockoff. It's a good, like <clears throat> knockoff, I think is a, almost a bad way to say it. Like, I, I don't mean to say it's a bad, bad copy of a game, but, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a been here, done that for me. I just I can't think of anything else that quite plays like Tunic except for maybe like 3D dot game heroes. I think it was called, um, which was like literally a Zelda ripoff. But it, it was it was. What's the word I want to use? Like it was derivative on purpose. Right. Um, but it has its own art style and stuff like that. So. That's the closest I could ever I, I think I can think of, uh, but because but. I, I have a love hate relationship with Tunic because it's also extremely difficult. Which is something that I don't like. Zelda can be very difficult, but it's it's a game that it's combat. Once you sort of once you've played one Zelda, you, you can sort of pick up the controller and go kind of thing. Um, you might have to learn a couple things here or there, but Zelda is no longer usually that difficult once you've played a couple of them. You're there for the story and the puzzles and the the adventure more than you are for the actual combat. Whereas this game, I think there is a lot of combat. Um, that there's techniques and stuff that that you learn and stuff and and that are fun. But I am actually in love with the first eight hours of Tunic. Um, and the part that I love about it is the instruction manual because it's such a unique mechanic in that it has almost a Fez-like quality in where you start discovering things about the world and it, the world starts playing tricks on you in, in good and bad ways. And so once you start discovering those pages and you start discovering techniques that you always had... <laughs> Um, you just didn't press the button right or you didn't hold the button long enough or you weren't looking at this thing correctly. It it sort of starts transforming that world in a way that makes the world super fun to explore in a way that Zelda, I think, especially older Zelda games don't have. You explore that world, but you don't really have any guidance. You know, it's, it doesn't push you along. You know, that's something that Breath of the Wild does very well. So I think it's strong in that aspect, but the instruction manual is a thing that uh, you, you get pieces of as you play the game. And like you said, you learn stuff about the game, world, the mechanics. And I mean, I mean, you, we, we, you, you appreciate it way more than I did. I, I, th- I thought it was just fine. I thought I thought it was neat. Again, like uh, I think I think overall, very neat. A lot of neat stuff this game does. Like I said, with, with full spoilers ahead, like when I found out you could fast travel in this game by going to those gold... Uh, golden parts, uh, whatever you want to call them, tiles, whatever you want to call them. And if you just hold the A button, you do like a little teleport. And then that, that's a fast travel system. Like the game keeps constantly delivering little tidbits of information like that. And originally, like you have to ring the bell of these couple temples. Like you basically have to go to like the forest temple and all that stuff. And then you have to ring the bells and then the game progresses. But then you find out that you also have to go to these pillars now and you have this ability to sort of raise and summon them. And every time you do that, something in the world changes and it's constantly playing with your perspective on this world and it makes it so much fun to explore. And 
well, the combat is not super deep. It's it's deeper in a way that I actually felt like I had to understand what I was doing and pay attention. But then there's also the language aspect of it, of like you find all these different cards and these different weapons and you don't really know what they do. But then when you find that manual page and you're like, holy crap, I know what this does now. I like that's a sense of discovery that I just can't really. There's not many games that hit that sense of discovery for me. You're not wrong. It it, it does that. I think I told you uh, as I was playing this, this is going to be the best game that I don't like all year. Because <laughs> uh, everything you said is absolutely correct. That sense of discovery is unique in this game. It does a lot of, again, just really neat things. However, for me, that sense of discovery never led to... It never led to anything that I personally just really loved. Like, you know, like, oh, I, so this is a fast travel system and there's a dash button I could get around the map faster and I got this thing that does this, this thing that does that. But I think what a game like Maybe just my just my base lizard brain here is talking, but something about the thing that Zelda does or did rather that really made me want to keep going and keep progressing and keep discovering was the idea of I'm getting these things for a reason, and the reason is it's it's to be the big bad guy. It's super dumb. It's super base, rather, but. Tunic just, the sense of discovery for the sense of discovery only just never hooked me. And Tunic does a fantastic job of giving you that option. And not even that option, just the ability to discover things on your own and and find and find these, these cool hidden paths. And it's like, oh, and that's a shortcut for there. And now I get there faster. And, 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 and I could do this and I could do that. And it's like, for what? Oh, to find another chest. Great. Great. And what's in the chest? An egg thing? Great. I'll figure out what that does in a minute. But, but like, what's okay? I figure out how to do this now. Like, I can't wait to do this. I'm over here now. What? Oh, what's over there? Like a statue. What does the statue do? I guess I'll figure that out later. At least another chest. Gotcha. I got some coins. Beautiful. <laughs> like it's like there was no sense of. I need to do this because if I don't, then this will happen. And we don't want this to happen. And that's and, I, and, and that's sort of the, what was keeping me from being interested, so interested in the world because there was nothing in the world that was telling me that this Fox character needs to do anything. Like, the Fox character is just having a grand old time. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you have a good time, Fox guy. Like, like... For what reason? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. Like, and that, that does play into like my, my biggest criticisms with the game. But I guess like in the grand scheme to me, that just seems so small, like. Because. While Zelda, you know, does have a a goal, I guess you could say uh, it's established that goal over many years and everyone's kind of OK with it, whereas this doesn't really like the goal here is is not it's just it's just not clear. Um, because it really wants to, you know, 
the the manual has a different language in it. There's certain things around the world that you can't understand because you don't understand the language, etc. Like, so it's mystery almost gets in the way sometimes. And so, like, I agree, but I guess in the grand scheme, like I said, it just doesn't seem it seems like such a small thing to have a big issue with, if that makes sense. No, it, uh, like, like I said, it's it's a lizard part of my brain. Like, I I don't. I'm not a discovery for the discovery sakes type of gamer. Like go like it, it, it reminds me of that. Uh, I think it was a breath of the wild trailer. It's like, you see that, that mountain over there, you can go there. Cool. What's on the mountain, bro? <laughs> like, it's just, Oh, it's just a mountain. Gotcha. Right. Dude, great. But like, I, like, that's where I got out of tunic after, after four or five hours. It's like, Oh great. I got, Oh, I got to the other side of the bridge. Beautiful. Like this is this like, and, and I got it. I got there in a neat, cool way. Great. What am like, I had no reason to progress other than to finish the game that I'm playing. And that was what I was missing was that sense of this Fox. His name is this. He was dropped here because of this. He quest because of that. And we need to, get to the end of this game because we don't want this, we want to prevent this from happening. And that's the, and, and, and that I, as much as I like the cryptic, uh, discovery of the, of, of, of the world and the storytelling here, I just didn't ever grasp onto a real reason of why I wanted to understand all these things. Like the game is deep in a lot of ways and it's deep in a lot of ways where I just never really care to resonate with. I, I think we're my, my biggest put my pushback would be is like, I fully like, I think we've always been in agreements on something like breath of the wild. Like while the scale is very cool, it sort of loses its luster very quickly. Like, yeah, I can go to this thing and do this thing, but I'll, I found another fire sword, you know, like you never find anything that really changes the game up. And I think Tunic falls somewhere in the middle of that. Tunic is a lot better in that thing. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I agree. Like, but it's also not, it's one of my biggest criticisms of, of open world games is when I, when I, I spend all this time doing the thing and I don't get something that drastically changes how I play the game or progresses me in a way that feels rewarding. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why like Diablo games have always sort of resonated with me is because, most of the time, if I if I put in the grind, I'm getting something out of it. And Breath of the Wild is very bad at that. And I understand it doesn't bother some people. The fact that they can go anywhere, do anything, is that's the appeal to them. So, cool. Whatever. I think Tunic falls in that. But what I'll say is, like, my biggest criticism of the game is that I think it's too long. And I think what it does, which I, I, I'm guessing you get at this point because it's near end game, of it does the Metroid thing, kind of. And where you sort of complete the the main quest, I guess you can say. You complete the main quest and then you you, you sort of like, I, I don't actually know what happens. Because again, the game isn't totally, you know, uh, transparent in that way. And you become like a ghost fox. And you, you kind of lose a lot of your health and you lose a lot of your, like your, your, um, cause it's got the typical sort of, you can upgrade your health and you can upgrade your mana and all that stuff in it. And it's sort of, you, you, you just sort of have to start over kind of like a metro thing. Like, like you, you have all the knowledge of the world, 
but then they you're almost it's almost like a dark world like they, they they flip the world upside down not upside down but like places you could go before you can't now and it wants you to sort of re-explore this world in a different way now which is which is really weird because you would think it's like oh cool i i, I get more game for my money kind of thing but at that point i was sort of like the mystery of the world and everything at the eight to 10 hour mark, I was like, okay, like this is really cool, but I'm ready for it to end. And then it sort of does that. And I was just like, <laughs> like, I, I think, I don't, I don't think that was a smart decision in, in keeping the mystery going by sort of limiting the player all of a sudden. Um, and it, it was actually extremely annoying to the point where I was like, I don't know if I want to finish this anymore. <laughs> like I was kind of just ready for it to be over. And for me, like, that's where it gets to a point where if it had a big baddie, at least I can be like, all right, no, I, 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 I got at least do this super cool ending thought boss fight or something like, like again, like which there is like a final boss, but it's, it kind of comes out of nowhere and it's, I don't think it's strong. I don't think it's a strong final boss. So, like, again, it's the best game I don't connect with. Uh, I, I have no real uh, criticism other than personal ones. Like, because the, the game looks really good. It plays really good. Uh, the music could be a little... Uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's all right. The, the, the manual is, is just what really does it for me. Like, that sense of discovery is just is just so cool. Like, every time it you is. find a manual page, it's just like, okay, like, I want to, I really want to check this out. Like, I completely agree with that. And, and, I, and I just wish there was, for me, a reason to explore. Like, I, I, I just didn't have, I did not find a, I did not find Tunic to be a, to have a narrative for me that put that pushed me through towards the end it was discovery for discovery's sake and for a lot of people that's absolutely fine for for me i need a reason to go there and do that thing and i think that's fair um again caveat on this one i think there's because there's also an introduction of a no fail mode which i think was extremely smart because also kind of detrimental because there's it's almost like they know like they know at some point people get frustrated with the combat and sort of the length of the game. And they're just like, I just want to see what this world has to offer. And I don't want to have to be constantly bashing my head against it and dying somewhere and being extremely annoyed that I died because now I have to traverse back through this world and, and, and you know, get, get to my body and, and do all these things. And that's, I almost recommend like people like either commit to, playing it for the combat or playing it for the world and the combat's not strong enough to do that. <laughs> so it's weird. Like I think the no fail mode was extremely smart and I ended up actually just putting it on for the last like two hours of the game. Cause I was just ready for it to be over, which is like a, a weird endorsement, but also like a knock against it at the same time. It's where the, I like, I really like this game. I don't think that the, the big mystery of the golden path, which is insane. Like if, if you're, if you're not going to play this game, and you're curious about it, just Google how to do the golden path. And it's like, it's crazy. And it's, it's really cool that it exists, but I just don't think it's, it's worth it in the end. Like, unless you are like a completionist and that's what you get, but like, it's a lot, man. Like it's, it is a lot. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards people need to play this one because I think there's, 
if if you if you're playing it and you hit your head against it and you're like I like I'm just not enjoying this combat like but I enjoy the world they have a mode in there for you but it's almost like cheating so I'm I'm sort of torn in that aspect. I I completely 100% uh first of all say play this game honestly. Just because I didn't like doesn't mean you won't. Like, uh, there, there, there's a lot to like here. There's a ton to like here. Um, but I, I'm also going to disagree a bit with, uh, with, the, with your uh, assessment of the easy mode. Like, no. Like, these games, give them an easy mode after some point. Because, I'm sorry, but they, they overstay their welcome a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Like, uh, I, I'm playing, I, I just finished Elden Ring. If you would have gave me a skip to the final boss after hour 89, I would have done it. It's not necessary. Like, like a lot of these games, it's like, they, it's the, it's, you got to nail the, the, the landing here. And again, that's for me, the landing would have been a reason to like, 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 again, essentially, like, you're like, like, all right, this is, this is, this is the big thing at the end. We're going to fireworks pop off and we all celebrate. We say the princess, whatever, but it's just like one, one more puzzle and you get a, some scrolling text and I just didn't, it didn't do it for me, but I, but I'm, I'm more than sure that I will do it for the majority of you. Like, especially if you like a... A, a Zelda-like, a I guess a not not a rogue-like, but a but a, but a Zelda-like with some soul-like aspects to it. Like this, this, this does it one of the cleanest ways. I, I'm fighting myself. I'm going to say like I am. I agree mostly, but what I'll say is that if you find yourself hitting your head against it, like don't be try to be prideful and be like I I, I can do this. Like the game is too long. And that so throw on that no fail mode, get through the moments that that are frustrating you, because I think there's enough here in the world that that's super exciting. It's it's super strange. Like this is a solid seven point five for me. And but I was it was a solid nine for me until like hour 10. And that's, you know, we, we like we've had discussions on, you know, completing games and stuff. And this is one where or completing games to review them, basically. Um, this is one where, like, I feel like. If we had done this you know episode without without one of us finishing it and we, we always try to at least have one person finish it um i think this would be a very different conversation and almost disingenuous and that and that's that's kind of wild to me that i you know this game literally did go from a you know top game of the year to it's okay i think you should still play it because I, I think it's going to resonate with more people based on the last like four to five hours so i guess i just wanted to throw that out there that you know, I, I do have my problems with it, but I still think people should play it. So it's still a strong game. Still a very strong game. So anything else you want to you want to say about this one? Uh, I think I'm all tunicked out. You're tunicked out. There you go. You, you no longer have to play tunic. So how did you can sing? I am like, oh man, if I, if I need if I never need to play another love letter or 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 uh, what do you call it? Or a visual poem ever again. I'll, I'll be so happy. I'll, I'll be the, the happiest little gamer boy of all time. That's why we're going to play Life is Strange. I'm um, not playing that game. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I mean, you I'm play, not. You're not. You're also, you're not getting away from Doom 64. You will play Doom 64 at some point. Before this show ever meets its impending doom. <laughs> See what I did there? No, um, it's not going to meet its doom. I'm passing show on to my children. So, like, 
what I've also decided that if we ever end the show or when we end the show, we're ending with a doom. I don't know which one, but we're going to end with one because of I can make the joke of, of the impending doom, but also it's always going to be on Game Pass because they now own Bethesda. So it's always going to be there. And it's my favorite franchise. And so, and I can do whatever I want. So there you go. Spoiler alert, the last game we're going to ever do will be a Doom game, whenever that is, whether it's next week or 2030, whatever. But Tunic, check it out. Have some fun with it. It's a fun little game. So when it comes to the future, when it comes to the future, we're going to be doing a cross episode. Uh, We're each going to be playing a game. I'm going to be playing Life is Strange True Colors since Basher just can't be bothered to play Life is Strange True Colors. And he'll be playing Dungeons of Nah, Naha, Naha, Nah Black, Nah Nah Black, Nahid Bulek. I beat the it. Amulet of Chaos, Chicken it. Edition. It's done. You beat it's the Chicken bag. Edition. I beat the you beat the chickens. There you go. How how long was it? I'm just curious. Uh, it was a good length. I don't know exactly how long, but it's a it's definitely a good length. It does not overstay its welcome. But we'll get into that one. Yeah, I that, that's one like I want to check out, but there's just so much coming out. So maybe if if I have time between now and then. But I'm also playing th- Final Fantasy 13 too, which is um, an experience. How about that? That's so, <laughs> experience. So that's what we're talking about in the future. Um, also, one that I'm gonna throw out there that um, I might make Basher play is Narco. Narco. I've that this game's been getting a lot of attention, and it's something I, I wanted to check out. It's coming from Raw Fury, and I I, I tend to pay attention to their games. And uh, this one, unfortunately, came out right when I got super sick, so I just kind of missed it. But I, I want to check that one out. So other than that, that's the only game that's really on our radar. No, you are lying. You are lying to the oh, people. I'm li- I'm sorry. All right. I'm also playing, uh, 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 what is it called? China, Chinatown Detective Agency. Oh. I'm, I'm, a cu- I'm, I'm about an hour, a couple hours in, I think I want to say. Really? It's, uh, it's, uh. It's neato. I'll just say that. Definitely neato. Interesting. Maybe we'll both play that thing because I have a lot to say about that game. And yeah, there you go. We'll see. I didn't get very far in it, but maybe I'll fire it back up. So, all right. I'm gonna. I'm about to die. So we're gonna close it there. Five seven four six five one nine two five six. If you want to let us know what you think about Tunic, love it, hate it, shoot us a voicemail, text message. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast service. And Basher, take us out because I'm about to die. What? I don't know the thing. You need to give me the script. Uh, uh, th- thanks for listening. Uh, Sonic is the best movie of all time. Go see it. Leave I haven't seen it yet. For, leave your reviews for Sonic 2. Like, don't worry about this episode. Like, we'll, we'll get by. But Sonic 2 needs your needs all the help in the world. Like, just uh, Amazingly, Sonic. I have not had a single, a, single, a single thing spoiled about it. Like, I don't even know what's in the post credits. Nobody knows. <laughs> Are people watching this movie? I don't. I have no oh, idea. For sure. Yeah, it, it did like eighty million. Yeah, buddy, that's my boy Sonic. There you go. That's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with Life is Strange and Dungeons of Blah Blah Blah, blah Chicken Edition. Good day, sirs.